Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Heron includes depictions of violence and other subject matter that may be upsetting for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Have you ever heard of the chattering monkey, Kelsey? It's what Buddhists call that constant voice in your head that drives you crazy and scares the hell out of you. Yeah, I know that monkey. We all do. The chattering monkey talks at up to 1,500 words per minute. And that monkey becomes the captain of our lives. I'd like a new captain then. The monkey will never change, but I can teach you to ignore him. I find that hard to believe. Fifteen love. The basic principle of my system comes down to one word. Restraint. Restraint? Yes. It's the restraint to believe that the chattering monkey isn't there to help you. It's the restraint to forget about the lost sets. It's the restraint to give all you've got to one point at a time. It's the restraint to focus on the smallest details. And once you've achieved that, it's the restraint to do it all over again. And that's when you realize the opponent is not who you're playing, the umpires or your mother. The only opponent you have to beat is you. Does that make sense? Not yet, but I'll get it. You don't think Serena or Osaka knows how many people are watching on TV? How much money is at stake? They know. But what they do any moment those thoughts come into their mind, they have the restraint to focus on the little details. How do I get more power on this serve? Do I need to use my core or my hips more? Where do I expect her return to go? Where do I need to be on the court the moment after I hit the serve? So, if I lose a set, I shouldn't look at the score. I should only focus on what I need to do just to get this next point. And not the thousand things the chattering monkey is yelling at me? Exactly, Kelsey. What makes you good, Kelsey? Who are you as a tennis player? If you had to sell yourself, what would you say? I try to work really hard. Not try. You do. So you're disciplined. What else? My backhand is as good as my forehand. So you are multidimensional. What else? I guess... I'm good at taking charge after the serve. So you dominate the tempo of the match. Sometimes. No. Not sometimes. This is who you are now. You are a disciplined, multidimensional, dominating player. That's who you are. This is your identity. Say it. And believe it, because it's true. Say it. I'm a disciplined, multidimensional, dominating player. Now say it again. And believe it. 
I'm a disciplined, multi-dimensional, dominating queen. Again, come on, own it. I'm a disciplined, multi-dimensional, dominating player. Game. And the final step of our work here is for you to have an end game. Okay. What do you mean? Do you know who Barbara Bush is? Yes. There's a story of when she was in her home state of Texas campaigning with her husband, then President Bush. The motorcade and the presidential limo needed gas. So they pulled into a lonely little gas station out in the plains of West Texas. And when the older man came out to pump the gas, Barbara Bush leaped out of the limo and ran up and hugged and kissed the owner of the station. And when she got back in the car, President Bush asked, who the heck was that? That was Peter Martin, the guy you were dating before me. That's him, she said. And then President Bush got really cocky and said, aren't you glad you chose me? I'm the president and he just owns a gas station. To which Barbara replied, no stupid, if I'd have married Peter, he'd be the President of the United States. I like that story. That's a woman with an end game. You have to know who you are and where you want to go. Game, set, and match. Yeah? Mom, I won! Yeah. A 16 seed has never won before. Ever. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Win. I know. You're welcome. Of course you won. You listened to me. Yeah. I told you that shrink was ruining everything, didn't I? Yeah, you did. And look what happened the moment you stopped seeing her. I won. And you'll keep winning because you can beat anybody, right? Right. And you certainly don't need some fruit loop getting inside your brain. I'm going to go eat. Good girl. Hey, make sure you get some dessert, something chocolatey, you know? It'll make your tits grow. Yeah, I know. And Kelsey, listen, next time, don't shake their hand after you win. It'll mess them up next time you play them. Okay, good girl. I'm just going to get some pizza. <laughs> what are you guys playing? Hearts. Oh, I know how to play that. You need an even number of players. Sorry. I know that. I can just watch. That's a little weird, don't you think? I don't know. I'll text you when somebody quits. Love that. Cool. Or maybe later, we'll come by your room and play Smear the Queer. <laughs> Congratulations. You were marvelous. You saw? I'm here. What? I was here watching the whole time. You flew here to watch me? The school paid, but yes. That's my job. You were incredible. Yeah, that's what I thought. You beat the number two amateur in the country. In straight sets in under 30 minutes. Gotta be a tournament record. I think it is. 
I knew you could do it. I bet you're probably hungry. Or just tired. You probably want to rest. No, I need to eat. The team eating together? No, I just got some pizza and I'm gonna go back to my room. Pizza sounds good. Not really. Then why don't you let me take you out for a real dinner to celebrate? You would do that? Oh, I'm jealous. I had to give up pasta. That's funny, because I had to give up salads. Sounds wonderful. I love salads. Why didn't you order one? It's better for me to eat this. Nonsense. Let's trade. No, no, I shouldn't. I need the calories. But you're barely eating it. The cream sauce is heavy. Not for me. Here. Okay? Okay. Good? Yeah. Bon appetit. What's that? It's French. Like saying cheers before a drink. Ah. I forget sometimes how little you girls know outside tennis. Mm-mm. See, you're crazy. This salad is so good. Mmm. <laughs> so tell me about the tournament. You looked so focused. Yeah. Fuck that chattering monkey. Glad to hear it. I really am so proud of you. Thanks. I gotta admit, it works way better than my mom's system. And what's your mom's system? She says the key to success in anything is to have a crocodile brain. A crocodile brain? Can't eat it, kill it, or fuck it. Don't think about it. <laughs> Never heard that theory before. Well, it's got me this far. Fair enough. You know, we still haven't talked about the girl. The girl who shot herself. It must have been very traumatic for you. No. We had an assembly about it. I've been meaning to say thanks for not letting me look. You're welcome. Who was she? I don't know. Apparently she was a student there before me. My office used to be the provosts, who was in charge of the disciplinary matters. I assume she thought I was her. Do you know why she tried to kill herself? No. But suicide is up 500% among teenage girls. You throw in the pressure of sports at this level. Enough to crush even the best of us. Cutting is up over a thousand percent. Yeah, I've seen that. You haven't ever wanted to do that, have you? No. What about suicide? Have you ever thought about that? When was the last time you were happy? What? You know, laughed, felt deliriously giddy. You can't remember, can you? I don't know. Try. I don't. Come on. Use that big brain of yours. With my brother, I guess. What were you two doing? <laughs> we were at the Wawa getting our Sour Patch Kids. That's his favorite. And... On the way out, we were stuffing our faces with candy, and I was imitating the Indian guy who owns it. My brother just cracked up. He fell on the ground, choking, and he couldn't get up. The look on his face, the sounds he 
he was making. I couldn't stop laughing all day. How long ago was that? I think he was 14, so I was 10. Seven years ago was the last time you were really happy. You were a kid. You should feel like that much more often. All the time, actually. I did enjoy the match today. Your mum wasn't in the crowd. She's not allowed there anymore. I know. I heard last year she threw a soft pretzel at another parent and mooned the refs. <laughs> actually, she flashed them. I don't know whether to laugh or cry at that. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just your mum, you know. I really thought what Anastasia did to you with her boyfriend was cruel. The same night after she claimed you made an advance on her. I didn't do that. I know you didn't. She was your best friend. You loved her. She was the only one you trusted and then she did that to you. That must have made you furious. I get so angry sometimes. Like, I could explode. You know what they call that? Call what? Velvet rage. Do you know what velvet rage is? The Heron was written and directed by Matthew McCarty and Charles Hopkins. Sound design, editing and music by Chris Folson. Produced by Justin Miklas and Matthew McCarty. With performances by Hermione Lynch, Nina Zarr, Maggie Staples and Katie Walter. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.